What's up guys and welcome to Stock Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian financial markets are moving and my opinion and my views and my analysis on how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades and the lessons that I learned during my trading for the day. So I'm glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 224. Today we're going to talk about the rather choppy and volatile day that the Indian market saw today and I'm going to share how I would have traded it and how I actually traded it. So make sure that you're listening to this episode at a speed you're comfortable at and let's get started. Alright, so Nifty is at 10,705 and while the broad market today was initially quite flat to positive, I'd say, it gave up quite dramatically in the last hour or so of the trading session. And when I say the broad market, I don't just mean Nifty as a broad market index. I mean the broad market as a whole, like literally all of the stocks that you can imagine, at least all of the stocks that I tra- uh, trade, track and have in my portfolio. So all of those were fairly positive, or at least they were flat. Uh, but then it just all hell broke loose. It was almost as if that was the case. Now... Talking about Nifty though, it was halfway to 10,900, but now EOD, it's even struggling to keep up with uh, 10,700 levels. And that's all because of one negative candle, which completely broke the, uh, broke the momentum. If we talk about the market depth data here, we can see that there was a slight bearish bias because there were more sellers than there were buyers, especially at higher levels, which is where the sellers were increasing. But perhaps this was the larger market participants like the institutional players which were just waiting for the right time or trying to, you know, trap retail players and trying to go stop-loss hunting. That could have been the case. Especially when we look at uh, the FIDI data which suggests the FI is selling to the tune of 995 crores and the DI is selling to the tune of 850 crores. This is, I think, one of the first times that we've seen the FIs and the DIs selling together and we saw the impact of that probably after lunch they came uh, very nice uh, and relaxed and then completely drove the market to the uh, shitters so that's that's kind of sad to see but uh, you know the signs are already there it was already slightly weak and uh, yesterday's hanging man pattern was also uh, you know end up becoming becoming true but then we'll keep that for the indices talking about the sectoral indices and the broad market indices, we can see that the small caps performed the, uh, performed the best. You know, they were the best out of the, out of the worst because uh, despite market-wide hysteria and despite market-wide negativity today, we're seeing small caps being fairly flat, fairly restrained within minus 0.5% or so. Large caps are slightly, uh, slightly worse off at 0.87 for Nifty and uh, 0.79 or so for nifty 100 and such that's not really that good it it does show that the small caps were overall stronger slightly but it's really not uh it's really not too 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 shabby mid caps were you know slightly better off but then nothing nothing to really write home about it was it was just uh it was just normal i feel talking about the sectors though uh, I feel the sectoral indices look worse off than the broad market ones. I mean, PSU Bank did great, probably thanks to SBI and Bank of Baroda. 
Bank Nifty overall wasn't as bad thanks to important stocks like SBI, Hindustan Bank, Axis, and so on, which ended up, uh, you know, holding their ground very strongly. But it did give up all of its gains and retraced more than 500 points uh, from its high, and it gave up that 23,000 psychological level, which is not too good. Financial services, though, is probably what was held back by Bajaj Finance Twins, which have been really uh, pumping the market up until this point. They were down by quite a lot. In fact, Bajaj Finance is the most negative stock of Nifty today. And uh, media was probably down thanks to Z Limited. So not, and not, this was not the best day for the auto uh, index either because Tata Motors was down, I'm assuming. Maruti was also down by quite a bit. Uh, talking about IT, it is also down. I saw, uh, I saw Infosys being down because it's in my holdings. I, I track it quite often. Siemens was also down. And this is very interesting. I mean, it's not really that interesting, but it's just an observation of sorts. We've seen IT and USP INR moving in tandem up until this point uh, because, you know, a lot of their billings are in USD. This time, USD INR is around 75.06, but, uh, you know, Infosys and the other stocks are lagging behind. Tomorrow, by the way, I think it's tomorrow or day after, is also TCS's results to make sure that you're very cautious and careful if you're trading that stock. And honestly, I mean, I feel today, most of the other markets except for the stock markets were positive uh, i think we can even look at the global markets here and that would sort of confirm that because except for a few here and there which are not that positive everything else is negative we're seeing jakarta shanghai uh straight hang tank taiwan being positive svx nifty is mild positive but it's below 10,700, and all of the others including uh asian markets including european markets and, uh, you know, US is closed last night, rather this morning, it is all negative. So I feel except for the stock markets, the other markets seem to have been positive because Brent crude and uh, WTI crude are also positive. WTI is at $40.74 per barrel up 0.3%. Brent is at $43.26 per barrel up 4.2%. So that's not 4.2, 0 0.42, my bad. Slightly, uh, slightly sleepy here, it seems. But looks like apart from the stock markets, most of the other markets were positive. And I would have expected this to happen with gold or something because gold typically has that inverse relationship, that negative beta. But the stock markets appear to uh, be appear to be showing the same thing as well. So that's pretty cool to see. Anyway, let's move to the indices now. Now, start of the day, 15-minute chart. I would have been cautiously... Uh, cautiously short on Nifty on the very first candle because of the R R1 resistance. And uh, if if my SL would have been at R1 or like, like you know at R1 initially and then at cost, I would have held on to uh, my Nifty short till EOD, no issues. Of course, this would have been an option trade because I was looking at uh, the Nifty spot here, and uh, I would have also been able to catch the mammoth move that happened. Uh, from from you know the high for the day for the day uh, to the low for the day would have been caught in that move, and it is actually quite interesting to to me because I was personally thinking that hey Nifty looks fairly bullish, but then now when I look at the charts EOD I can see that Nifty had made its high on the very second candle after that it was making lower highs and lower lows which would have been ideally the very first indication that it's probably not going to sustain higher levels. Uh, if support is not found, you know, the thing is intermittently it was finding support, but it was really nothing too substantial. And then possibly the FIs and the DIs came in and all of hell broke loose. 
So that's quite interesting to see. What is also extremely interesting is that Nifty Future moved quite differently and had a higher basis. But after the massive plummet, massive fall in prices that we saw, the basis narrowed down to around 10. And as a result, I think a lot of uh, post-market paper trade like this one that I shared would have worked quite differently in practice because that MPM figure would have been changing quite a lot and it would have been changing quite uh, drastically. Today, of course, because VIX has also gone up, I believe, uh, it would not really have been uh, a very, very pleasurable experience trading options if you are very strict with your stops, if you are very strict with taking profits. Uh, VIX, by the way, is at 26.1, up 3.95%, just to give you an idea. So I think all of that made uh, today a slightly, slightly iffy day to trade overall, despite the very, very attractive uh, EOD figures and despite the very attractive moves that the market saw today. On the daily time frame, Nifty, that hangman pattern has worked very well. And now we are seeing a bearish engulfing almost. RSI has dipped below 60 as well, which is uh, not really a good sign. And at this stage, almost everything does point towards a short trade on Nifty. As I said, even the global markets are quite negative. However, honestly, knowing how choppy everything is these days, I'll, I'll still be very cautious until it breaks the gap that was created day before yesterday. I think that's at around... Uh, 10,688 or so if I can remember correctly or just below that and once that's broken possibly 10,550 or so which is that fib line that we had created the previous swing high and a 61.8% fib line so those are some important levels again there's there's no saying that tomorrow the market doesn't go up there's no saying that tomorrow the market doesn't go down even further at this stage all we can do is make sure that we plan out our levels very well and trade accordingly coming to bank nifty I was looking at the intraday chart of Bank Nifty as well and looks like it was able to break out of the R1 resistance initially, which is good, but later retraced from R2, which is where the high would have been. And from there, it was a straight, very, very simple, very obvious, honestly, I, I rarely use this term, but it was a very obvious uh, short trade on that because it was cleanly coming down from the R2 level. And you, you would have been able to catch that 500 plus point move from 23,000 plus plus levels to around 22,600 or so, you, you would have been able to catch just around 500 points or so, which is exceptional on Bank Nifty, I'd say, especially when the move is this linear and this smooth and this fast, because the options would have moved definitely better than, let's say, uh, from 9.15 to, if it takes 3.30 uh, for 500 points, the option would not move that much because there's a lot of time involved, there's a lot of other factors involved. It, it does not move in tandem. However, if it moves from, if it moves 500 points from like 1.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m., that's a much bigger, that's a much more pronounced move and your options would have been more profitable in that case. So that's my take on that. And coming to the daily candle of Bank Nifty, it's showing a shooting, pa uh, shooting star pattern, which is not good at all. It's a bearish candle. In fact, uh, the monthly pivot levels for Bank Nifty, it is right at R1. Uh, today is like you know you, you can see if you if you plot it on tradingview.com you will be able to see that it is taking resistance bang on from uh, that monthly r1 level if you're confused about how to add the monthly r1 level and how to add monthly pivot just add pivot point standard and go to the daily time frame it'll, it'll hopefully do it for you automatically if not there's some settings that you can do and it'll happen so yeah it was a pretty pretty interesting day overall i think this is the move that i was talking about uh over the weekend as well and in the past few episodes that we might just see something which is going to catch us completely uh you know completely 
off guard and that is I feel what happened. Thankfully, I was able to be on the right side of it as we find out uh, and you know, coming to that, let's move to my trades. All right, so I was short on Reliance trade basis being pivot point rejection and the prices below the VWAP and the prices right around the previous close level. Uh, I was low on quantity around 75% or so quantity, I think. And uh, the reason for this is because I was not completely convinced by the price movement. Uh, I, I, was really, I was really slightly hesitant because it was showing support at that previous close. And it has happened many times that it, it closes below the VWAP, takes R1 resistance or pivot resistance, and then just breaks out out of it. And because uh, I've managed to recover the loss on Monday, and because uh, you know everything is going fine, I thought, hey, let me just secure my profits. And 50% uh, quantity is just too less, so 75% or so works works fairly decently. So I went ahead with that. And uh, the result was fairly good. I was able to trail it till that consolidation, which, uh, well, till that mini consolidation almost, which happened uh, with Reliance, till it took support right around the yesterday's uh, yesterday's low for the day. So I, I you, you can see on the screenshot, I'm sure. So I just won't get into the specifics. You can see them on the screenshot. But then once that consolidation was over, I was looking into getting into fresh shorts. I was looking into re-entering Reliance at 50% of my, uh, you know, normal quantity. Trade basis being that it was, you know, taking resistance from VWAP and such above was the pivot level. So with a tighter stop loss, I, I would have been able to get that possible 1800 retest. So that would have been around 11 or 12 points away from my uh, entry price. However, it did not work in my favor because after that immediately, the, the price shot up. Thankfully, because I was very tight and controlled with my stops and because I was only at 50% quantity, I was able to uh, you know, retain most of my profits. It, it just made a minor dent. Uh, tis but a scratch and uh, I was able to enjoy some fairly okay profits for today. I think I would have been able to uh, you know catch most of the move had I just held on to Reliance till EOD I would have made 30 plus points on it which is great but no one really knew whether it's going to take support because initially I was completely convinced despite the buyers and the sellers uh, being you know bearish buyers I was 100% convinced that Reliance and the market and the broad market is going to take support uh at at around 11 30 or 12 uh, or so that was quite interesting to see it was was also very interesting to see is just how fast the market fell that's something which was really truly a sight to behold uh now coming to the lesson for the day i think the lesson for today is please re-enter and i say this despite having a uh, loss making re-entry trade and the reason for that is it's very important to exercise uh you know i i it's it's basically it's an important exercise uh in in just correct entries and exits when you re-enter because you're most likely going to be uh doing mid-trend trades uh if if not you know if you manage to catch the leg reversals but if that's not the case you'll probably catch mid-trend trades you know uh each trend has a primary trend and a secondary trend so you'll probably catch the secondary trend if anything especially on days like these and what helps, what, what that helps you do is, is just be very alert and manage your risk very well. It helps you, you know, perfect your re-entry mindset as well. It helps you be very strict with your stops and such. And I think that's an important skill regardless of whether you're into re-entering or, or not. Because I think that is what uh, really helped me today despite the re-entry being loss making. I think that should give you 
a good idea that if I'm willing to repeat my mistakes, it 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 should be pretty damn good. So that's my number one lesson I feel for today. And uh, you know, reentry is also great because it helps you scale your profits very well, um, especially on range bound days, especially on days where you know a lot of a lot of secondary trends happen. That is where you can really scale up your trades and make a profit, which would have normally been just been like ten points into something like 20 points 25 points and such so it's a great way i feel and i hope you found this episode helpful and informative if you got any feedback questions queries something to ask me just shoot me a message at markets with kr on twitter at stock markets with kr on instagram i hope you have a great thursday expiry session tomorrow it's probably going to be a very wild move i feel i don't know something in me tells me that or because today this wednesday has been wild it might just be very flat so basically It can just be anything, right? Anyway, I hope you have a great trading session tomorrow. That's it for this one. See you next. Happy trading.